Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, we get to speak with Jessica Barkley. She is a blogger and she's a YouTuber and she's an Instagrammer and she is just an amazing person based out of London, England. She's got an amazing blog called Empowering the Super Mummy in All of Us, Me and My Baby London. And she's got another website. She she also hosts the supermumsociety.com and she's all about empowering the moms and all of us. And as a father myself, it is very important to to have that mom part because at, at times you have to do the changing of the diapers, the the cooking of the food and getting the kids ready to school in the morning. It's important. So I'm very happy that we were able to get her to be on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Jessica, for coming onto the podcast. Thank you for having me, particularly with the time difference. Yes. Um, there's, there's a lot of time difference juggling with me at the moment. I had last week, I was talking to Australia, mm. Texas, um, and the UK. And this week, uh, you're my first one this week. Um, so America and where else am I? I'm, yeah, no, I'm back to Australia again, uh, Australia and UK. That seems nice. to be my theme. One, nice. one, one America, one Australia, one UK. <laughs> like, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to get to talk, uh, bring a guest from uh, Australia on my, on my podcast. She was visiting um, here in the US, uh, Dancing Diana. She's, she's got an awesome story. Um, trying to get her on my podcast as well. And it's it's like okay, her morning is my night time. Like oh, oh my god, this is it's mm. crazy. I'm doing a, a nine p.m. nine p.m. on Sunday, and Sunday is normally like sacred family time. Oh yes, um, we do church in the mornings, and then some sort of family activity in the afternoon. And mm. but it, I've ended up with two because not only are they podcasts, but they record them. One of them's to be edited, but she's got a, a little one and only has very small pockets of time that she's able to do recording. Yeah. So I can appreciate that. So I agreed to do that one as one-off. And the other one goes out live. So we have to try and find a time where the audience will be available to watch the live recording, both mm-hmm. for the UK, because he'll be advertising that I'm coming on and my UK followers will want to watch that. Yeah. And also his Australian followers will still be around to come on. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, 9 p.m. in the UK gives us, I think, 6 a.m. on the Sunday morning. So at least okay. we can be more likely to be up and around as opposed to trying to get a 7 a.m. on a weekday when everyone's going to be off to work and things. So exactly. um, yeah. it's a lot of tricky juggling with um, with the podcast sort of side of things. I've got my, um, so I've got one podcast, which is motherhood motivation, which is linked to the super mum society. Mm-hmm. And then I also have another podcast called mummy is doing a beauty pageant, which yes. is linked to my, my sort of big life goal. Basically I've mm-hmm. got, I have 
I write down my goals every morning um, as if I've already achieved them. Yeah. And my top three, I won't go into like the smaller ones underneath, but my top three big ones are uh, to be a good wife and mother, mm-hmm. uh, to have a good, re- I, well, I write it as I am a good wife and mother. Mm-hmm. I'm not married yet. <laughs> He's not won that. He's not won that award yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not married yet. But we have the little. I have our little one. And mm-hmm. um, so it's to be a good wife and mother. Uh, I have a good relationship with God because um, it's a Christian. That's very important to me. And then I have represented the UK at the Galaxy International Finals. Nice. So the Galaxy is a beauty pageant system. Uh, it's mm-hmm. international, and um, it's the fi- international finals are in America. They've been in Florida the last few years and mm. next year they are returning to Chicago. They used to be in Chicago. Nice. Uh, so I've never been to the US. So that's Ooh, kind of part fun. of it. It's, it's funny. Quite a few of my bucket list items involve the US. Uh, I've always wanted to see a giant ball of twine, mm-hmm. um, which apparently the biggest or was the biggest when the, the person I was speaking to saw it was, is in Kansas somewhere. Mm. So I need to I need to research that, and I don't know where that dream came from. It's oh. always it's always been there that I wanted to see this giant ball of twine. So it, when I finally get to the Galaxy Finals, we will have to fly somewhere within the US and find this giant ball of twine because I feel like I need to I need to get that off my my to do list. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I want to see the the lights in New York at Christmas. Yes. That's one of them, and to take my daughter to Disney World. Um, so I want her to be a little bit bigger. She's only two and a half at the moment and I'd like okay. her to remember it. I think if you're going to spend that much money, I want yeah. her to remember it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we want to do all the, I'm not a big ride person, but I want to mm. do all the, see all the, the parades all the and parades. have breakfast with Mickey and yeah. go around and find as many princesses as we can to have pictures with that. All those, those kind of bits, the, yeah. the four hour queues to go on the rides is, is not my. No, those, those are not fun at all. Um, when, when we last went to, no worries. Um, hope you, hope you get, get well soon. Oh yeah. This, this, this cough's been driving me nuts. I, I, I think part of the problem is I'm not letting it heal because I'm recording a lot of podcasts between mm, you talking and not resting. Yeah. Well, I'm doing interviews for other people and then I'm yeah. interviewing people for mine. So exactly. I put out two podcasts a week, um, on the pageant podcast, two podcasts mm-hmm. a week. Plus the occasional bonus one, if I feel like something needs to be said. Yeah. Um, so there was, I this um, did my stats, my body stats mm-hmm. on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go into that further because as a personal trainer, I'm, I work in the health and fitness industry. Yeah. I think those are very important, but I also know that there are a lot of young girls in pageantry that have body confidence issues mm-hmm. or that come into pageantry to help with body confidence issues. And yeah. I didn't want them looking at them and going, my numbers are loads bigger or all mm-hmm. oh, I need to be tracking or what they need to do. So suddenly from this little Instagram post, I had to do a whole extra podcast episode to really fill out the information. Yeah. Um, and then I do one a week for motherhood motivation so mm. suddenly i'm like three to four podcasts <laughs> and my <laughs> poor throat is like yeah needs resting struggling, <laughs> struggling. so i keep trying yeah. to hit mute as i cough but my <laughs> my timings can be a bit no worries no worries it's fine we can edit it out <laughs> <laughs> power of technology power of technology all right so that's really cool yeah so i think We've been wanting to go back to Disney World as well, but my youngest is, you know, year and a half. So we're like, all right, till she's two years old, then we can go. Yeah. So we'll see when that happens. 
Uh-huh. I'm aiming for fourth birthday because in the UK, my our little ones go into the school system mm. um, by the time they're five. And she's yes. an April birthday. So uh, we'll hit it in term time. So the queues yeah. won't, prices will be cheaper. The queues won't be so bad. Yeah. Um, and she'll be just old enough to really enjoy the magic of it. And mm. before she starts getting, becomes like a cynical yeah <laughs> not a real princess that's just someone in a costume mummy um so fourth birthday yeah. i want to get her a dog for her third birthday which mm. my partner does not agree with at the moment and <laughs> bone of contention in our house um and then yeah disney world for her fourth birthday but nice. i'm or she's got two of her godparents are disney obsessed mm. um, and have been many many times so they will both be recruited to help plan out all the things we need to make sure we book and do but breakfast with mickey is is yeah. off my my big wish list there nice but it's it's kind of nice actually that the galaxy finals have moved from florida because a lot mm-hmm. of the girls go to disney world when they go to the galaxy finals yeah and i was like oh but i don't i want it to be about our family i don't want to yeah. i don't want to, want to tag on to another trip mm-hmm. because if i when i when i get to the galaxy finals not it when yes. i get to the galaxy finals it's i mean it's going to be mega i've worked very hard for it and i've competed a couple of times already and not got the title and this is my sort of comeback year after mm. having my daughter and um probably one of the most expensive hobbies after horse riding well. that i know of um, <laughs> but it's fabulous and um, and yeah so when i get there i want it to that to be just about that and when i do disney world i want that it to be just about that yeah yeah but the no, ball that's of really twine, cool. i don't i don't mind tagging the ball of twine onto either of those trips but no ball of twine would would be fun to see all the twine's <laughs> an add-on but the other two need to be be separate um yes it's funny i always thought i wouldn't be accepted until i moved to the u.s i thought mm-hmm. i'd live in america but i'm very british and i love being british <laughs> but maybe that um you guys over in the US, you seem to like that. You seem to like uh, uh, the, the accent and things like that. So maybe that was part of it. Um, and then I found my place by coming to London because everything's bigger and brighter and in my idea, in my eyes better in London than any other bit of the UK. And um, so I found I found my my balance of needing needing that in my life. I found I found acceptance um, by coming to London. And yeah, I live in Southwest Greater London, so okay. I've got. The, literally I look out the front of my house and it's sort of the busyness and we're on a, a an ambulance route as well so it can be oh a little my goodness and um, we're sort of set back we're on a private road that runs parallel and so it's not too hideous but it yeah. just makes you feel part of the buzz of the city mm, and then out it. the back I look over sports fields and then over one of the royal parks and mm. um, so like Hyde Park it's one of the more well-known royal parks and there's Richmond Park and this is Bushy Park which is are still a royal park so it's yeah, protected yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the deer wandering around and it's really lovely it's this this makes me proud to be british there you um, go we, this is one of the few <laughs> things we're doing right at the moment is we've got a few <laughs> just a few things <laughs> all right <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so uh so, the, so my first question is is you know getting into like where did where did all of this come from right so you you have a, a beautiful daughter and so tell me about how this all started where you know you you have you like faith fitness family and friendship so where does your journey begin and i know it's an ongoing journey we you know it never yeah. ends 
Well, I no, I have an answer. I have an answer yeah. for you. So that's Sweet. that that helps. Um, so the 18th of March 2013, very specific. Mm. Um, about 10 a.m. in the morning, and I'm lying in bed with my mum and my sister, mm. and my mum um says, you know, the the tests and things that I've been going through, and we're like, mm. yes, and we kind of knew what was coming, and just said, well, they have diagnosed it as cancer, mm. um, and it is, um, it's a it was a rare aggressive, she didn't tell us this at the time, it was a rare aggressive T-cell non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is part of the leukemia family. Yeah. Um, and of course, once you hear the leukemia family, you automatically presume the worst. But yeah. um, she had someone, a colleague at work, whose partner had not had been through treatment and not missed a day of work. Mm. Um, but hers was very rare and very aggressive. And actually, we found out at the end, they were surprised at how long she had. She had three years with a little Ooh. stint of remission in the middle. Wow. Um, so we were we were kind of very lucky to to kind of get what we got really, mm. um, but it was it doesn't you don't feel lucky at the time obviously to have that extended time but some people literally are diagnosed and and within a month they're not with you, and yeah. um, we had a lot more time and a lot more moments and things to build together, but one of the things it did impact me was really having a look at my life and um, health wise and um, mm. I was very unhealthy I was very overweight I'm five foot eleven so mm. I carry weight slightly better than a shorter yeah. person would but yeah. the amount of weight internal and external fat I was carrying was just detriment massively detrimental to my mental and physical well-being and mm. um, and I hated how I looked and I hated but more importantly I hate how I felt and um, and that also was the other side of things that I looked at was, was I was, ha was I happy? And unfortunately I wasn't, I was miserable and it was manifesting itself in, in really ugly ways. And I was bitter and cynical and angry and frustrated. Mm. And I don't, don't genuinely don't think I was a very nice person. Um, and you, you blame and you blame. And actually when it comes down to it, it's, it's you, it's mm. not your fault, the things that have happened to you in the past, but it yeah. is your fault if you stay stuck. And I, I'd been bullied through I went through four schools where most people do two in the UK. So normally you do a junior and a secondary. Um, oh, wow. And I'd done two juniors, two secondaries, and I'd been bullied at three of the four schools that I'd been to, physical and emotional bullying. And um, as I got older, the physical died because something that was bigger than everyone else, but then mm -hmm. they just picked on me for that. Um, and I kind of got caught in my adult life in this circle of blame and blaming other people for where my life was at and things like yeah. that. And I'd, I'd always wanted to be a mum and wasn't meant to be able to have kids. So of course I'd been attracted mm -hmm. to men that already had kids. So I'd ended up married with, um, he had three kids, but mm -hmm. one of them was not really a kid. She was an adult. Um, but two of them lived at home with us for a long time. Um, and I wanted to jump in and provide that parenting role. Um, yeah. And there was a lot of areas that maybe parenting wasn't being covered in their lives that, I was given the, I was blamed if those areas weren't sorted, mm -hmm. but I wasn't given any praise or support in trying to help in those areas. And yeah. um, so the youngest one was really struggling with, with things and I'd get a tutor and I'd sort this out and this out and this out. And, um, there would, there would be no thanks and no, it's not, you don't do it for the thanks, but no sort of, Oh, actually, she does care. She's doing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I was finding that very frustrating. My my ex partner's family were not particularly fond of me um, yeah. because all they'd see is the kids moaning, and they didn't go. Hang on a minute, these are kids. They're going to play up. 
Yeah. That's, that's what you do as a kid. It's not the kid's fault. That's just what you do. If you've got four adults, you can play off against each other to get what you want. Exactly. You can't, you're going to do it as a teenager. Mm. And, and it weren't helping the situation. And I didn't like where I was living. I didn't like what I was doing for work. I used to run bed and breakfast. So I'd set up one and mm. from scratch. So I converted a house into bed and breakfast. And I'd love the setting up process. And then we wanted to go to something bigger mm. and, and look at the adoption process because I couldn't have kids, apparently. <laughs> That's oh. modern medicine further down the line. Um, mm. And so we bought a bigger one so that we had the, the layout and the space that was required to look at adoption and then turned out that that wasn't really possible anyway with other yeah. reasons. Um, so it was kind of, we'd gone through all of this stress moving and taking on massive mortgages and I still wasn't going to get the one thing I wanted. Um, yeah. And it was sort of when you realize how short life is, that, that was the kick up the butt I needed to yes. fix all these things that were going on in my life. And I was just like, I kind of a little bit shut down. Mm -hmm. I sort of, I stepped away from it. I said to my, my husband at the time that, no, I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not happy. Um, I can't do this. And you fast forward to a few years later and um, with the slight dip, when my mum passed away, I did start to slip back into some old unhealthy mental and physical unhealthy habits, but I pulled yeah. myself back out of it. But you fast forward a few years and I've got my face back, which I'd lost when I was a child. And mm. um, so I've got, a wonderful relationship with God. Now I've got an amazing partner that supports and encourages, and I love his family dearly and they're awesome. Um, mm. and I'm not saying that my ex's family weren't awesome, but for me yeah. and uh, we didn't have that relationship. Um, mm. whereas I have phone numbers for all my partner's siblings and we chat and can plan surprise birthday things for him. Never yeah. would have happened previously. Like we've got, we've got kind of that relationship and I will, just sort of phone them up and pop them a message to stay connected and see how they're getting on. And we have a group. We put all the pictures of our daughter in because she's yeah. the first grandchild. First, she's the first of her generation mm. in the family. So we share pictures with them. And I, if I had become a mum any sooner, I wouldn't have been able to be the mum I want to be. Yeah. And I don't think I would have been capable of being the mum I want to be that I am now. Um, yeah. I'm now fit and healthy to the point where I've requalified as a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm a, at the moment with sort of pageants, well, I say pageant looming, the pageant's in March, um, but I believe in a, in a long, slow process. But at the moment, I'm 90 minutes a day, six days a week. Um, nice. so I, tra I train a lot and I train hard and I freak out people in the gym because I dance <laughs> around between sets. And I am... Um, the ball of positivity and energy. I'm so the opposite of that person that was sat next, well, laid next to my mum when she said she mm. had cancer. Like I just can't, I don't recognize that person. And we do have a picture from that day. Mm. Um, my sister's kids came and got in the bed and we have a group photo because it was, it was funny to take a picture, but it's also, it was the moment everything was going to change. Yeah. And everything did change so much in that moment. I mean, my sister, a uh, trained accountant is now pursuing a career in acting. And, and in the film industry and things and is producing some big name starting to produce on big name films and things like that like never would have she was doing the odd andram performance back then but never yeah. would have realized that the journey it would have taken us on and and the, the understanding for life and the importance of actually loving our lives which seems yeah. so obvious 
that yeah. we should be happy in our lives. But so many of us aren't. We're living for the weekends and there's still people, I'm 32, and it feels like an age where you should start to getting your life together a little bit or at least have an idea of some things you like. And yet I've yeah. still got friends or acquaintances from school that are living for the weekend and yeah. they're, they're still trying to push through that job that they don't like because it will get them to the next step and that will get them to the next step and that will get them to the next step. And when they hit 60, they'll finally be doing something they like. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's late. not, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not all over at it's 60, not, but yeah. there's a lot that you can't, yeah. your you body can't. isn't, you haven't got the energy or anything left to do it. If you're female and you want yeah. to have kids pursuing your career for too long can be a, a, a close the door. Yeah. Um, men you get a slightly longer window but women mm. that that fertility door can shut a lot sooner and particularly with how stressful our lives are um which yeah. lead us to making other unhealthy choices i mean yeah. london it's there are literally people getting through their working week with class a drugs mm. um, and and high-powered positions and you wouldn't know it but yeah. it's that level of stress and they don't stop and think or could I be happier? And there was an yeah. article I wish I'd saved because I can't quote it properly, mm -hmm. but basically saying there were, there were people in high level management positions that they would be financially better off if they took stuck with middle management because <laughs> they had to spend so much more money on anti-stress things. Now, some, wow. of those are, some of those were healthier, like being a member of a nicer gym, having a personal trainer, mm -hmm. um, having to buy much healthier food to combat the stress, therapy, things like that. Some yeah. less healthy, like drug addiction and alcohol addiction that was helping them deal with the stress of that. But financially, it was more expensive to be yeah. in higher management because they weren't happy. Mm. And why is it we're so afraid of going of pursuing <laughs> happiness um, i just i just actually no, find that nuts. that's so that's so funny because just today i was watching um gary v talk to lily singh and you probably heard of lily singh and gary v right yeah all the times well not and, personally but <laughs> <laughs> and and they were talking about the same things you know it's like if you're not happy in what you're doing why are you doing it like who who are you trying to make happy, right? And it's just it's just so so Which I true. Really interesting because he always seems angry and miserable, <laughs> and he doesn't look healthy. He doesn't look well. I saw him speak in London live, yeah, yeah. and he just and and me and my friend like sat next to each other and we're like, he doesn't look well. He really doesn't look well, and maybe that's just how he looks. I, that's just I how would he looks. love I would love to interview him and be like like stop quit the bravado quit the noise because he's very he's very loud he and i'm loud, like yeah. bring it down calm because i i there's some other people that i follow that i know know him quite closely and mm -hmm. um, and and they speak so highly of him and that for me is is much more um so amy landino who runs detail therapy podcast yeah, amy um, uh-huh and and amy tv on youtube i just yeah. find her amazing inspiring and she i did really a, awesome um, a mastermind day with her last oh. November that was mm -hmm. absolutely incredible. And, and, and Vincenza, her husband is just so inspiring and wonderful. And they both rate him really, really highly. So I mm. know he must be awesome if they rate him highly. <laughs> I'm just like, you seem, you seem really angry. And, and I suppose it's that I guess it's the England, English American thing is like, 
guess it's passion, but in, in, in English, as opposed to in American, it comes <laughs> very aggressive. Um, but I'm like, go, go, go cuddle your kids and smile for 10 minutes. <laughs> No, right. so he, that that's it's a good point. You know, he does seem like he's angry, but I think he he just wants the best the, for the world. The, and, and yes, people. exactly. Yeah. Like he, he's telling everybody, angry. you know, go experiment. You know, you want to be an entrepreneur, go be an understudy with an entrepreneur in the space that you want to be in. So he's got he's got some good messages. Go trial things. It's funny you say that because my um my platform with the pageant, so um more so in America, mm-hmm. it's referred to as a platform and having a legacy project is what would you do? What do you want to promote with your title? Um, yeah. be it a regional, national, international. So we get given in Galaxy, you get given your regional title yeah. and you then compete for the national or depending on the country you're in. Some countries don't have a national final and you get given your national final and then you can go to the international. So in the UK, we have regional titles. We have the, internet, we have the national competition. Um, so it's what, what's your platform you're going to promote with your title and, and then your legacy project would be what would you do with your title that's going to last longer than your, year reign, your year's reign. Um, yeah. And mine is, to help, uh, is helping women achieve their goals was my sort of mm. short tagline and yeah. um, with my specific focus is the last three years of secondary school so in the UK that's years 9, 10 and 11 mm-hmm. of secondary school it's the year they do our we do our GCSEs and then mm-hmm. we have our A-levels and then we have the university so it's those years that age group that I really wanted to, to target mm. and 30 and 40 year old and um, sort of the mum age the stereotypical mum age and um, those are the two groups I'm really trying to speak to mm-hmm. getting into schools talking at mum events and things like that um, and then my legacy project is going to be creating a free online course and um, that anyone will be able to have access to men women whatever but anyone can have access to helping yeah. people break down their goals and work them backwards mm-hmm. because that's just not something that we seem to be taught in any of our school systems it's not they, the schools have enough to deal with oh, um, yeah. and I, it kind of annoys me when people get angry at the school system because i'm like yes it's flawed massively flawed but they have so much to deal with oh, and yeah. maybe actually it's about the rest of society stepping up to offer additional education the world is getting more complicated i think it's us as citizens of earth and um, yeah. we need to step up and be like, well, this is my area of expertise. I would like to help um, the next generation with this. And that's for me is another reason why I love pageantry. Yeah. Um, it's, I always say the crown and sash is putting a megaphone to your voice. It's making it bigger and brighter and reaching a bigger audience. Yeah. And that for me is yeah, being able to put my hand up and saying, this is my skill set. This is where, the, the things that life have taught me mm-hmm. sit um, and this is what I want to help with. And that for me is come from my fitness side of things um, yeah. and come from setting up and running lots of different businesses over the years. I've been a wedding and event planner. I was running mm-hmm. 60 weddings a year plus other private events. Um, I then moved in, set up first bed and breakfast from scratch. Yeah. I then bought a shell of a bed and breakfast. I mean, my solicitor said, you do realize you're buying a shell. This isn't a viable business. And exactly. I said, I just need the plumbing. <laughs> I just wanted, pl- I did not want to have to put pipes in for bathrooms. Yeah. I don't mind repairing pipes, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to have to put it all fresh. I said, I just need the plumbing. It's like, you're yeah. nuts, but okay. And it was, yeah, it was massively successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I left it behind when I split from my ex and he wanted to keep, he wanted to 
stay in the area and wanted to run that kind of business. And I didn't want either of those things anymore. So yeah, it's really nice that, cause we're still friends. It's really yeah. nice that I was able to help get that started and create that for him because he said himself, he would never have got to that point without me. And, yeah. and because it, it, it played on my experience. He didn't have experience in hospitality mm-hmm. or setting up businesses or anything like that. It played to my strengths. And that's where I kind of get into every chapter in your life happens for a reason and happens in the order it's meant to. Mm. And so I'm now at this point um, on a September evening with my set of skills and my life of experience to date, able to do what I do in the world um, because of everything that's kind of happened before. And that's where my sort of platform came from is what, what do I feel like, of my skills could make the biggest impact in the world. And uh, I'd love to be curing cancer or mm-hmm. creating a machine that would cure world hunger. Yeah. Um, like I'd, I'd love to be doing those things, but that doesn't still skill, suit my skill set. What suits my skill set is helping to inspire and motivate and create a plan of action for the people that do have those skills. Yeah. It's, it's the same having a dream and turning it into a goal and then making that into an actionable plan and then working out how you can find time in your days, weeks, months to make that, that plan a reality and that goal a reality. That's my skill set. That's where, that's where my magic lies. So that's what I want to do. And I think if I created a course that when, Mm-hmm. Got to get rid of that if word. When, yeah. when, when I, create, I do this, mm-hmm. yeah, when I do this and create this course that anyone can use, think of all the amazing goals that are going to happen in the world, and that's yeah. that's what drives me to get up at five a.m. and be recording podcasts late in the evening and things. It's all <laughs> part of that. That that's what gets me through the crazy workouts and stuff, so that when I get up on stage, I can feel super confident and strong in my body and. Um, galaxy is the, the system i compete in they are an all body type system so mm-hmm. bigger ladies in the first yeah. bigger ladies have won the international title and, nice. and teeny tiny ladies have won the international titles yeah. it's it's about going up there with confidence and for me mm-hmm. i find a lot of confidence in physical in feeling physically strong i like lifting weights picking up heavy things nice um, that's that's very powerful that's my that's that's my happy place um my partner yeah my partner literally for a long time referred to it as my picking up of things he's like, <laughs> he's like she goes she goes into the gym and she picks things up and she puts them down again and then she picks them up and she puts them down again um and then she picks up something else puts it down again and i'm like yeah it's really fun <laughs> um you know you know my partner um in video production diana she loves to lift as well and she's like i want to do a show because really lifting is what makes you stronger. I love, I love lifting things. I'm doing a lot of like plyometric stuff at the moment now as well, mm-hmm. because I found that that was, I don't like cardio. I find it really boring. Um, yeah. But trying to get the fat burn strong. And also when pre baby, I used to do six days a week and about two hours and I'd split body parts. So I'd have a bicep tricep day tricep yeah. back day basically i love doing triceps i'd have mm-hmm. two different leg days um i can't remember how i split it and then every other day would have a core workout as well yeah. um but i'd have what we refer to as doms delayed mm-hmm. onset muscle soreness uh, mm-hmm. constantly in one bit of my body or another and if i didn't i hadn't worked hard enough or i needed to change up an exercise or i needed to make it heavier 
Yeah. Um, and I loved it. And I loved having the ache. And I, yeah, it was great. Um, but with a little one in tow, I didn't feel safe. Mm. Some days my muscles are like shaking because they're t- so tired. And I was like, I can't do that. And exactly. safely carry my daughter up and down the stairs. And we have a lot of stairs in our house. We're mm-hmm. a narrow house. So we're split over four floors. There's a oh, lot of stairs God. to carry. Um, and I mean, she's, she's two and a half now. She can do the stairs if I like hold her hand. Yeah. But mm, sometimes mommy's in a bit more of a hurry and I'm like, mm-hmm. no. Nope. And she's 15 kilograms now. Yeah. Um, she's 15 <laughs> kilograms. And I'm like, mm, I just need to be able to grab you and run up the stairs. Split <laughs> body part, heavy lifting is not, is not going to be in my life for a while. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing a lot more plyometrics and things. So I'm holding heavy weights and jumping on and off stuff and um, swinging them from side to side, but controlling the swing and uh, yeah, having a lot of fun with it. There's definitely a lot of fun in my workouts at the moment. I get some very odd looks from mm. the other people in the gym that are like, I'm just going to sit here on this exercise bike for an hour. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm jumping around everything. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's quite funny the looks I get. And because of the mirrors in the gym, you can see people looking mm. when they don't think you when can. They're looking, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really funny. It's really funny. But I love it. I love, I love the energy. Like I've so felt so sick this morning. Um, and I, now my daughter's in the nursery in the afternoon. I was going to train. This was my first full week to train the same time every day in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I went and signed up for a cycle challenge this morning that, nice. are, that they're running in our gym. And I was like, I've ruined that one. That's oh, all right. I'll go do the, my half an hour on the bike because we're. I think we're cycling to the moon. So yeah. I'll go do my half an hour on the bike, and then I will do my training session, and then I don't have to come back later in the afternoon. That's fine. Nice. Got there, two minutes to spare to jump on this bike to help cycle to the moon, and they were like, "You're not booked onto this slot." And it turned out they told me they'd book me, and they hadn't put me on it. They hadn't helped. Oh. So I was like, "I'm now Friday evening." Oh, I'm going to go back to the gym. Uh, luckily, it's uh, the slot I would go in and do my walk training for my mm-hmm. pad So I go in and do about 45 minutes of literally practicing my walk routine again and again. And then I'll film it so I can watch it back. And then they'll do the walk again and again and again. Um, yeah. so I'm going to go in, cycle to the moon for half an hour and then go do my walk. But I was just like... It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You gotta, you gotta love it. People always yeah, ask me, what's, "What's your diary like?" Let's get something in the diary. Can we get mm-hmm. in a coffee? Can we get in a catch up? What's your diary like? And I'm like, it's Tetris. My diary looks like Tetris, <laughs> um, and I do it on Google Calendar, so it is yeah. in different, all in different colours. So it does yeah. literally look like a, <laughs> it's a weird, weird Tetris game. And people are like, it's very pretty, but that looks insane. But for me, it makes sense. And yeah, yeah, You've, it's got to make sense to to whoever's creating it. Because yeah. now you're like, oh, you see the color. You're like, oh, it's this thing. I know. I and, and it's, it's really nice because so I've got purple as my personal color. So mm-hmm. I'll look at my week. I do a weekly review. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll look at my week and go, there was really not very much purple in this week. I need it's to add- have a bit more me time next week. Or there yeah. wasn't much orange, which is a family color. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have like a big event, a color for big events. Yeah. Um, or, oh, I didn't do anything for, my, I didn't do any pageant prep this week. Mm-hmm. There's no purple. There's no galaxy color. Like yeah. so I have a dark purple for galaxy and a light purple for personal. That's yeah. really so. So, what system did you devise this own system for yourself? As so you I, I use Google Calendar. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, absolutely love Google Calendar. I'm, mm-hmm. I think if you're gonna, if you're planning, 
like uh, there's this confusion with what a planner is you get these lovely books where you sort of plan your your goals and yeah. and you might have a bit where you put your gratitude for the day and things like that those planners i think are really nice to do pen and paper yeah. but when it comes to actually blocking out your time slots i'm all for digital and no one will talk me out of it amen because if something, things change, you can move yep. them around. You can automatically exactly. put stuff in as a repeat event and then you can change that repeat event when you Absolutely. need to. Yeah. Time effectiveness, it needs to be digital. Um, yeah. And if you've got enough time to waste, then great. But I do not. So I'm mm-hmm. all for digital. Um, and then I've set, separated within Google Calendar, you basically set up calendars within the calendar and each mm-hmm. of those will be a different color. So you'll see okay. them all on the same screen. Yeah, yeah. But you could, you can click to just view one at a time. Just- just and show me. Mm-hmm. Just show me my childcare plans for the week, or just mm-hmm. show me my what Galaxy stuff is happening this week. Yeah. And then you can share specific calendars with your partner or coworker. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, so my partner has only just seemed to be starting to use any kind of calendar, and I did bring mm-hmm. it up at dinner this evening. I was like, at some point, it would be really helpful to get you onto Google Calendar. Yeah. Because then I can just automatically share our childcare arrangements or where exactly. I am and what's going on, but he doesn't need to know my workout plans for the week. No, no, um, exactly and not. he doesn't need to know when I'm planning to go and do the food shop yeah. um, unless I'm ill. Um, so that'd be great if I, I'm taken to my bed sick, properly sick. Suddenly yeah. I can share with him what I was meant to be doing that week that would have kept the house running yeah. um, and he can pick up what he can pick up. It's, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I need to, I need to get him onto it. Everyone always finds it really funny that I haven't got him onto it yet because <laughs> I'm such an advocate for Google calendar. I, yeah. I need to buy shares in Google calendar because I'm <laughs> constantly going on about, you don't have Google calendar. Why do you not go? And one of my courses, I teach a workshop and in it, there is a section about setting up your Google calendar. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's very important. Um, my wife and I, we share, we share a calendar. So we have a shared calendar, a family calendar where in which her mom is involved because her mom's local. So mm-hmm. if any time the kids have an event, we'll put on the family calendar or the shared calendar. Like, oh, we've got soccer practice, so we got to go to this thing and, and that thing. But it's mm-hmm. super, super helpful. And anytime I have an event, like I need to go uh, shoot, a, shoot a commercial or I need to go do a podcast, I automatically share, share my um, appointments on the shared calendar so she knows that hey I've got a call coming in so I'm not available at the moment to do anything but yeah super important super super important you're a team you're a unit I always yeah. say that we are we are a team and the team has to help each other and support each other and and if one member of the team is struggling with something the other members of the team jump in and help out and um, I mean, it's, it's, it's never a tit for tat thing. Um, it's just, it's just how the team unit works and what my, what's my struggle is my partner's struggle. And what's my partner's struggle is, is my struggle. And what our daughter's struggle is what she's not, she has no struggles. She's two and a half. The biggest struggle (laughs) is not, is not wanting to get out of her bed at lunchtime nap at the moment. That is a real struggle. She's gone from having two and a half hours to one hour because of preschool times. Mm Mm-hmm. And she is not impressed yeah. <laughs> at all, like at all. From the moment you get her up, you get about, we've got about 15 to 20 minutes from getting her up 
she has she, a bit of pear. She doesn't want to get out of bed. Is that what it is? No, she does not. She's like, I think she's, it's at that point where she's hit the deepest bit of sleep and she's mm. just not. But by Wednesday, she's got used to it. So okay. when Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is not so bad. And then at the weekend, it's normally some variation. Um, this weekend, we were at a wedding all day Saturday. And then yeah. Sunday, we went and, and got her, her autumn winter clothes um, and a few bits and pieces. Um, there's a big shopping centre we go to twice a year to do mm. those bits. So she didn't have, she had a bit of car sleep um, on both days, but no like proper nap in her cot. And then she's come today and been like, what? You're getting me up? <laughs> I've only been here an hour. Like, leave me alone. Me and she literally will be like, no, me sleep more. Me sleep more. And she'd bury, you take all the blankets off her and she'll bury her head in the mattress. Like, that's hilarious. I still see you. You're still getting up. <laughs> and she loves preschool, absolutely adores mm-hmm. it. But that, yeah. like, 15 minutes between like prying her out of her cot mm-hmm. and getting her in the car, or we go, we've got a bike with a big box on it that she sits in. So yeah, getting my- her on a bike um, is just tear tantrum well i wouldn't say it was a tantrum it's just she's broken hearted mm. she's she's yeah she's crying like someone has broken her heart that sleep time is over <laughs> oh well my daughter can't wait to get out of bed she doesn't like sleeping either she's got a major fomo she's like i'm gonna miss something yeah <laughs> She's also keen on the going to bed. She's better at going to bed at lunchtime, but going to bed in the evening. In the evening, um, like, no. like, not so keen. Because she's just got, um, I mean, I say she's just got daddy back. She gets daddy for like two hours, mm-hmm. 5.30 to 7.30. And he does a lot of the bedtime routine because I'm with her most of the day. Um, once she's at full-time school, there'll be some, there'll be some fighting for who does yeah. bedtime. We're, we're yeah. all going to end. We need to get like a triple family shower so we can do family <laughs> shower. Um, yeah, she gets a shower or a bath with one or the other of us, and at the moment it's fine because yeah, I get her a lot of the rest of the time. Yeah, so he does. He does gets to do those times with her. Um, but that's cool. Like, I want more family time, and then we sit and have cuddles on the sofa. And sometimes because of work, and um, I might have to still have my laptop out. It doesn't happen too often. Like this evening, yeah. there's a, a form thing for her preschool. I have to submit before tomorrow's preschool. Mm-hmm. And I know the rest of tomorrow is nuts. My only window of time to do it while my brain was functioning um, was over family cuddle time. So we kind of all cuddled, but I still had the form out, filling it out. Yeah. But it's life. And a lot of people, yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't have time to sit and have that family cuddle with or without the form. So, but you beat yourself up, don't you, as a parent? Yes. You never feel like you're doing, you're never doing well enough. Yeah. Exactly. And then when you ask from the perspective of your kids, they're like, why are you always in my face? Or <laughs> as they go, as go they away. get older anyways. <laughs> yeah. Go away, go away. What are you doing? I don't like those words is one of my, yeah. is one of Felicity's favorite phrases. So mm. if I'm like, we're getting up now or it's time to go home now. I, like, I don't like those words. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm glad you can express your opinion that yeah. this is what's happening. Yeah. We have things we call the mummy laws. Uh, so you have to wear your bike helmet mm-hmm. when you're in, in the bike or on the bike. So when I say it's a box on the front of a bike, it's like a tricycle. Sure. Um, like the big delivery, I think they were like bread deliveries in the olden days. and mm-hmm. things. Um, It's a big one of those. It takes four kids and we only have one. Yeah. Um, 
but you have to wear your helmet in the bike. That's exactly. a mummy law. Yeah. Um, you're not allowed to date until you're 25. That's a mummy law. Um, you're never allowed a scooter. Those little scooters the kids whiz around on. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if it's yeah. so bad over there, but I hate them. Oh. And, I mean, with London, like the roads are busy. It's, the yeah, pavements it's busy, are not well maintained. They're very bumpy. And these mm-hmm. kids are going a million miles an hour, knocking old ladies over oh. and risking being thrown in front of traffic. Like I, I detest them. So mummy law, she's not allowed a scooter. Um, she's not allowed on a motorbike ever and she's not allowed to ever date anyone that has a motorbike those are mummy laws um, and I'm sure the list will grow but they are laws oh, yeah. that it's just no this is just the way it is and usually I'll I, I like to try and explain things to her mm-hmm. and but she knows that mummy laws are just because they don't get an explanation that's just because um, and the other one is oh, what's mummy's number one job and she'll say keeping Felicity safe um, so sometimes that it can have quite a calming effect if she's getting mm-hmm. angry at say uh, me having to hold her hand in a car park or even walking on the pavement and she doesn't she's hot she doesn't want her hand held yeah. and we just stop and I crouch down and I say to her I say what's mommy's number one job and she go keep Felicity safe with this sort of half eye roll thing um, <laughs> so, <sighs> okay mummy your argument is more valid than mine um okay and off we go um, and she's she's pretty good with that with um with anything that isn't it's just something we can't do we can't touch hot things we can't play with the pan on the stove yeah because um, mummy is doing her number one job which is keeping felicity safe and exactly. i think she likes that it's just our little our little saying between the two of us that's really cool that's really cool Man, that's that's uh, a beautiful journey, and you know it keeps on going. And and you know as long as we're around, yeah. our journey keeps moving. And I really liked you know when you talk about you know every day in the morning you sit down and write down your goals. So that's as really you've already cool achieved habit. them, as, as well, you've already achieved them. Yeah, so it's got it. They are phrased as "I have" or "I am" and. Being putting yourself in that place because it really sets you up for like everything else you're going to do the rest of the day. Yeah, line it up with those with those things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. I mean, you do it with. Um, there's an amazing pageant coach who has a pageant podcast uh, mm-hmm. called In a Pageant. She doesn't do any new episodes, but the episodes she's got are such gold that yeah, I'm not surprised if she continues to stay highly ranked um but one of her things is yeah is is act as the queen would act Mm. because how are the judges going to ever envisage you as a queen if you don't act that way exactly um so i'm sorry i paused to cough um so i act the way i i want to be and Mm -hmm. and then i am i feel like that's a famous quote act i act the way i want to be and therefore i am and so i act how i would expect a title holder to act and I mm-hmm. do the work and effort that I would expect of a, of a national or international title holder because that's I want the judges to see how I will be mm-hmm. as a national or international title holder and same with being a mum I'm even on those days where I feel like I'm failing on so many levels I mean yesterday evening was one of the exact examples I just felt like I was failing everyone and everything and on the mm-hmm. way back from our shopping trip i found my partner in floods of tears because i was just so useless like i was incoherent but i was just having a, a meltdown because we we have to have them from time to time yeah um and uh 
but the rest of the time I pull myself together and I'd be like, well, I might not be feeling like the great mum anymore, but I'm going to carry on acting like it. So I came yeah. home and I sorted out in my, like a great mum is prepared in my, for me, it's not necessarily yeah. what everyone, what every great mum needs to be. But for me, my vision of a great mum is a mum who is prepared and organized. So mm. I wasn't feeling it. So I went and sorted out all her clothes for the week. And nice. I put them all, so each day of the week had a hangout with her clothes on. And it just calmed, like sort of recentered me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what writing that out in the morning does. It kind of centers you back to your, your main goals. And um, there's a lady called Rachel Hollis. And mm-hmm. um, uh, the girl, she wrote Girl, Wash Your Face and Girl, Stop Apologizing, which are just, uh, if you're fem- female or you're raising a female, mm-hmm. particularly the Girl, Wash Your Face, you need to read. Um, and she talks about um completely lost my train of thought like it's creating a female out the window um it's just such a good it's such a good book so i got so excited about mentioning the book um <laughs> she talks about oh it's gone that's really embarrassing <laughs> it left a, it left the station it's like well so i should oh, we write down my thought it. process so come back. <laughs> it, might, it might come back again in a minute yeah it might come um, but yeah, she's, I, she's where I got the, the idea from actually of writing out the goals in the way, in the fact that they've already happened mm-hmm. um, because she did that and she's achieved some absolutely amazing things. Um, and yeah, I started doing it off her mentioning it and she's shown in YouTube videos, her like writing out yeah. the actual things and stuff that she's done. Um, and it's just, yeah, very incredible and powerful. Um, the other book, because I'm not going to remember what it was I was going to say previously. <laughs> The other book, if you are female or raising a female, that I think people should read is one called Captivating. It is captivating. A Christ- captivating. It is a Christian-focused book, but okay. I do think there's a lot in there, even if you're not Christian. Um, and whether you're raising uh, from a very young age as well. So, yeah, I'd put this on your reading list. Um, such a fascinating, I'm about a third of the way through, but talking about, what the female as opposed to the male brings to the world they did a male one it's written by a man and a woman and they mm-hmm. wrote the male one and which I think is called wild at heart which i haven't read um but the this goes into yeah what a female brings to the world and uh, relates our place in the world back to history and connects it and this wonderful thing that they talk about in there of the females need to be um delighted in because one of our main functions in the world is to, is to be a relationship builder. Mm-hmm. And, and for the benefit of humanity, it, one of the female, the general female skills and gifts is this relationship builder. And it harks back to us as, as little girls twirling our skirts for our fathers and going, don't I look pretty and things, actually has a much deeper meaning, mm-hmm. um, which I just find absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's another book I'd, I would highly recommend. Um, I need to just share my audible list when I say I, people think I read all the time, but I'm mainly listening to things. Yeah. Old. Yeah. It's so much easier to listen because now you can do two things at the same time. Yes. We drive, we are driving places or cycling places and mm-hmm. mommy is digesting lots of book knowledge. Yes. Um, cause that definitely adds to the kind of parent I want to be. Yeah. Um, the perfect, the perfect parent, the great parent consumes lots of knowledge and mm-hmm. then filters it. Filter, to what's appropriate yes. for them because super we should strong. be we are filters not sponges yeah um, it should be super important super important to be able to do that yeah 
And we've talked about some really, really awesome things. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. There's so many things. There's so many things. It's unlimited. There's, there's, I mean, and when, when you're able to put your thoughts together on one specific topic and be able to talk on that topic, then it truly shows that, you know, you've really taken in a lot of knowledge and uh, be able to disperse it because as parents, we need to be able to do that and guide our, our children because again, we are the first mentors that they have and Mm -hmm. having mentors and having guides and coaches is super important. I think more so now than ever before, the world is getting more and more complicated. Um, And I mean, part of my journey of becoming a parent was really analyzing how my parents parented me. And it's, it's, not from a place of judgment it's because they did the best that they'd been taught to do um and i think there's there's this it's it's sped up very quickly suddenly Mm -hmm. the world was changing but like things changed so much more gradually whereas um you look at how slow long it took for everyone to get a telephone yet now a new telephone comes out everyone gets it like everything happens so Mm -hmm. much faster and, oh, yeah. and our parents weren't prepared to parent a generation that was going to have to deal with such fast change. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they, 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 weren't, they didn't have the skill set to do it. And now the world is so much more complicated. We as parents really need to be going out and finding the information. And it's a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. um, and I do see um, I meet parents that are choosing to have less kids now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there is more, we, they're going to need more guidance and more time of us. And oh, that's yeah. part of why we've chosen to stick with one. Um, is She's going to need a lot more from us than, than we needed from our parents and our parents needed from those parents because yeah. of the world she's coming into. Um, obviously, there's the eco impact of having less kids as well, which is always a bonus. But it used to be that you didn't survive unless you had lots of kids because you needed the kids to run the farm so you could all eat. (laughs) (laughs) um, And obviously in the UK, we are running out of space. (laughs) We are physically running out of space, particularly in London. I did have a question about that, um, running out of space in London. So my, and I was visiting my sister in Detroit, Michigan, and she had just come back from London and she was like, She's staying in a hotel, but all of the hotels or Airbnb spaces that says this is a home, they, had, they, were, they were in shared spaces. So how does that work? I mean, it's really interesting and it does make sense because there's so little space and so many more people. We're going down a lot in London. Uh, so a lot of basements being dug. Um, and fun fact... Uh, there are a lot of buried JCBs. So JCB is a digger. I don't know if you guys have the same brand over there. So like a little mm-hmm. yellow digger okay. is, a JC, is a JCB. There are a lot mm-hmm. of buried JCBs around mm-hmm. London because it is cheaper to factor in losing your digger when you dig out your basement and leaving it in the bottom of your basement and filling in. So you, you dig out your basement and then you dig out a little bit more and you bury your digger and then you, and then you fill, finish your building. Just um, like that. <laughs> it's cheaper it's cheaper to do that than it is to get your digger out. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but London you can't use lot, cranes um, to pull them out. Yeah, no, they're like they're because some of them are under like listed buildings and things and a lot mm-hmm. of the frontage, particularly in central London, a lot of the front walls of buildings are 
protected. Mm. So you'll see there's some, some great examples of this near Harrods at the moment where there's the scaffolding and you literally can just see the front wall and these beautiful, I mean, they're beautiful walls and you're mm. very glad they're being protected. Yeah. But they're literally scaffolding supporting this one single wall and they will dig down as deep as they can get, dig down behind and then rebuild the building mm. um, with lots of basement space and things like that. Um, and they're getting very clever with uses of space and obviously yeah. they, they go up wherever possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, what is considered the boundary of London is constantly growing. I mean, I look at um, some of the period drama TV mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. that are geographically accurate and they'll oh. be talking about central Londoners going out for the weekend to Richmond. Mm-hmm. Well, now Richmond's part of London now. Oh, wow. Uh, a lot of people would think they lived fairly central if they lived in Richmond. Um, it's, and that used to be a trip out of London. Um, it's, wow. So the it's I, grown so much. Yeah, it's grown so much. I do see, so we live in zone six. At the moment, you've got zones one to six, and one is the city centre, and the zone six is, the, yeah. is as far out as what really you should call London. Um, and I, I, I imagine there'll be a zone seven added fairly soon. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep growing. Um, but there are, there's more and more people, like a lot of my friends now, even in very high position jobs, they won't have an office at work. Um, they, they won't have a specific desk at work even. Um, yeah. It'll be a case of you work from home. If you come in, you grab a desk. There might not be a desk. You might just be coming in for meetings. So you might mm-hmm. go work in the coffee shop down the road for a little while until the desk becomes free. Um, because these businesses don't, they don't want to hold massive offices when most of your stuff you can do at home now, yeah. the, the internet age and things and everything being online. Um, so that is kind of that there's that shift as well. Mm. That a lot of people maybe don't need to be in London anymore, even if they have predominantly London based jobs. That's um, interesting. It's quite nice. Yeah, we're, we're not there yet here in the States. We still need to, people still yeah. drive in. <laughs> it's real people. Yeah, it's, real, it's, it's, it's funny yeah. though. A friend of mine, her other half, um, will hold business meetings at home in shirt and tie in his pants um, because he doesn't need to, no one can see below his waistline. Um, <laughs> and she did have another one. I did have another friend who, something like they didn't, he'd, he'd actually left his job mm-hmm. and they didn't know because he worked from home so often <laughs> and he was just finding his next job um, and just, I didn't get around to telling her. <laughs> like, uh, you won't notice. That's too funny. All right. So this is, now we have the time to, well, we've had some really good conversation. We talked about your journey, um, parenting, uh, living in London and, um, why people like accents from people <laughs> <laughs> in London. So, um, and I'll, I, I asked this question to all of my guests kind of binds all the conversations together. Um, what is one hobby that you wish you got into? Oh, I'm kind of doing everything. Right, it's you did not, everything already. I'm like, I mean, either I've done everything or I'm doing a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, because I guess this year, people quite often say, oh, what job would you do if you weren't doing the job you do? And mine would mm-hmm. be interior designer, but I love designing bits of our house. Um, yeah. I'm redesigning my daughter's moving from the practical bedroom that's right next to ours mm-hmm. into the bigger bedroom. 
um, over the next couple of months. So I'm getting to be interior designer and design that. And so I bring yeah. that, that thing into my life. Mm-hmm. And I do make sure if there's anything that I feel a calling to or a desire to, um, I call it sort of filling up my soul, and there's something I feel I need, then I find a way of incorporating it mm-hmm. somehow. It might only be a little in a little way. Yeah. And I always say I, I always find time for everything I want to do. Yeah. Which at some point is going to catch me out because <laughs> I do sometimes say I don't have time to people and it's because I don't want to do it. Yes. Um, I, will, I will find time for everything I want to do. And, nice. it's, it, and sometimes that means I won't get to do it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it does mean I really want to meet up with a friend. I've got a very dear friend who lives a couple of hours away and she's got a little boy um, a little bit younger than mine. Yeah. We've known each other since junior school and I, I really treasure her friendship. But we're very far yeah. away, different work schedules, very hard to fit in together. So we have got a date in the diary and it's not until the first weekend of September, uh, in mm-hmm. December, December. December. Um, December. And that got booked like mid-August yeah. to, to get it in. She, she I was one of the first people, she said, this is when his birthday party is going to be. I was like, right, mm-hmm. I can make it. I said, what time? And she said, no, I'm just telling you the date because I know you'll get booked. Um, but I, we, I will find time for everything that matters. It just might take a little longer sometimes oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. or be in a slightly different way. So you, just, the, yeah, it might be a three hour thing you want me to come to. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. I really want to come, but I can only come for an hour and a half. Is that okay? Yeah. Fully with the fully acceptance of sometimes people say, no, you need to come to the whole thing or none of it. That yeah. does happen. And I'd be like, I can't do this one then because I've already committed to this other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is kind of that gentle juggle, but there's, yeah, I just, kind of find a way to fit everything in and like at the moment I'm feeling like life's very on top of me a little bit at the moment so today I sat down and wrote out a full list of everything that matters and I'm Mm. kind of like now if it didn't matter enough to make it onto that list it's it's not a priority right now yeah I would have remembered it and I mean there's some things like plan Christmas on that list there's some there's some longer term things on that list but if it mattered it would have made it onto that list so for the moment Anything not on that list, I'm letting go of it. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Nice. All right. So you've done almost every hobby that you wish wanted to do. And well, the one hobby that you are doing right now is the pageantry, right? Yeah, definitely. I've Last time I competed, I said that it was it and I wasn't going to do another one. Basically, I did my first pageant not really knowing what they were at all. Mm. Um, and after doing the first one, I was like, I want to come back and do this properly. And I'm just going to do it once, but I'm going to do it properly. Mm-hmm. And when I finished it, I was really pleased. I placed top 10 out of 70 ladies. And it was a big category because I was a miss then. And now I'm what we call an MS. I'm a Ms because I'm mm-hmm. an older, older category. Mm-hmm. So it was a big category. And I was really pleased with what I'd achieved and how far I'd come and said I wasn't going to do any more. And then long story short, I signed up to do the next mm-hmm. one and then got pregnant. Um, my little miracle baby um, mm-hmm. so I, I stepped back for it and then I looked after having my daughter was it something I wanted to go back to I went and watched one of my friends was competing actually two close friends were competing and I wanted to mm-hmm. go and see them compete um, and so I went along to that one and was like said to my other half this is something I really want to do um, and it was a case of what is my specific dream mm-hmm. around pageantry and it was like 
it was it that I just wanted to do an international final in which case mm-hmm. I could have found a system that maybe didn't have a a UK final first yeah and you can pay to go straight to an international and I was like no I really want to have won my place and I really want it to be with Galaxy yeah uh, Galaxy has my heart they are it's just such a wonderful system around different body types and you being you and the team, the UK team that run it are amazing. And I've heard such amazing things about the American team. I don't, I've only met, I've met the director of the American sister of the international system, Maria, and she's mm-hmm. fabulous. And nice. like, so like the word fabulous was designed to describe <laughs> Maria and, and, her, <laughs> and her dressing room, bathroom set up is amazing she's done like some live recording in there and it's just epic and so it was the whole community and she was says with galaxy if you don't want to be part of the family don't try Mm. too hard in the final i want to be part of this family um so it was to represent the uk at the galaxy international finals was my pageant goal Mm -hmm. and and to do that i have to win the uk final so it's it's quite nice because last time I went in going, this is my one shot. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going in going, if I don't win this time, I just come back. If yeah. I, don't win this time, I just come back and I'll just keep coming because I can't age out of my category now. There's mm. no age in MS. Um, I'll just keep, and if I get married, then I just move into the missus category. Mm. There's nothing now apart from galaxy disappearing that can stop me from keeping going until I, until I achieve that goal. So that's what I do. That's and it's cool. take, taken some of the pressure off because i haven't got to do it this year mm. um, i will give it my absolute passion desire 100 percent like i've only got this year but with that yeah that sort of pressure release valve constantly on um because i can just carry on and and when i do get and achieve that dream i can't see myself leaving the pageant industry it's, it's brought so much to my life and yeah. um, but I love the idea of go, I've got the podcast, so that'll keep me connected to it anyway. But mm-hmm. I love the idea of, of being an ambassador for Galaxy moving forward, even when I'm not a title holder, because it's done so much for me and I kind of want to give back to the system. And nice. um, also I love the idea of going into judging and things like that as well mm-hmm. and, and presenting. Um, Cause obviously all the, all the contests um, need someone on stage announcing all the ladies coming out and, um, to put them at ease when they're on stage and things like that. I do love the, mm-hmm. I love doing presenting. So I, I love the idea of going into that side of things. And I sing. Nice. So occasionally I offer to do entertainment for some of the smaller pageants and things like that as well. So it's, it's a hobby that even once I've achieved my goal, I'll be able to keep doing. Fantastic. Fantastic. Next question. Should do, uh, should do them real quickly. Um, so what is your favorite movie or TV show? favorite movie is gone with the wind it's just oh it's beautiful the costumes mm. the way they talk in there and i have a really good memory of the first time i watched it i was living in romania on my own and mm. um, with like a volunteer group and i had to go and cross the border um to another country because my visa wasn't didn't allow me to stay any longer yeah um, and i could pay for a new visa or i could just literally go over the border and come back the next day mm-hmm. so i did that and i just stopped at some random places on the train on the way back and i ended up in this really bizarre but really cute little hotel up a hill and um, and gone with the wind was on at like 11 o'clock at night which is like a three and a half hour movie so it's not the sort of movie you should start watching at 11 o'clock yeah at you night. can't just start um, but it was just <laughs> it was really lovely i was just in this really 
magical place. Nice. Pulled up in bed. I'd had a hot bath, having not washed for four or five days, and <laughs> and watched that movie. And I just, yeah, I've loved it ever since. Very cool. Next question: What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Gone with the wind. Go on the win again. Um, go on the win again. Um, she yeah. she faces some really tough trials. The main mm. character in it, whose name I can't remember now either, um, which is really bad. Uh, Scarlet, Scarlet. And mm-hmm. um, she faces some really tough trials, but she wears some fabulous costumes and she triumphs and she's powerful and wonderful, um, and she overcomes being a bit of a spoiled brat at the beginning. And mm-hmm. um, so yes, I would, yeah, I would love to be play her. Nice. All right. Um, who is your favorite superhero? Oh, oh, that's a really tough one. I don't. That's the easiest one. <laughs> Just myself. Can I be my? Can I be my own superhero? Um, I want to say I don't. I don't want anyone else to save me. I want to save myself so that I know when mm-hmm. I look back, I can be like, I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean saying no to help. Sure. But I kind of, yeah, I kind of want to do it myself. So can I just be my own superhero? Catwoman's pretty awesome. Like, <laughs> uh, she's pretty cool. Um, she's pretty cool. She's, uh... Depends on which one you pick, though. Oh, the Halle Berry. Yeah, and the outfit's pretty cool. Oh, no, Elektra. I really liked, I know she's not really Electra's a superhero, too, is she? Yeah. Um, but she, she is a superhero. I loved her. Yeah. Jennifer yeah. Garner. I just, yeah, Jennifer. I crush on her all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, in Alias, Jennifer Garner. Oh, Alias. I was just going to mention Alias. I, I, I watched yeah. that show. She's like awesome fighting ninja skills, and yeah. she's such a nice person and a really good mm-hmm. friend. She's a really good partner, apart from when her like fiance gets killed because. Of yeah. But other than that, yeah, she's she's awesome. So I could just be her. Yeah. Um, I didn't just be a superhero. I just want to be Jennifer Garner. Basically. There you go. <laughs> okay. Last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Oh. Ooh, no. It's not really a board game. It's a card game. It's a card game. You'll allow it, right? I don't know. Ooh. I'll let the audience decide. <laughs> Uno, because it's like, it's bright and colorful. Mm-hmm. You don't need much brain power. It's a good giggle and you never know what's coming next. Um, well, did you, did you know either. that? Did you know that there's at least three thousand new board games created every month? What? Yeah, I'm like monopoly. Just, just like books. <laughs> That's about all I know. Yeah, but they overcomplicate them, and then it's so stressful trying to read the rules. A good board game has to be simple. Snakes and ladders, <laughs> nice agree. and simple. Um, I'm trying yeah, to snakes like, and ladders are really good. <gasps> Okay, if I have to be an actual war game, if you, if Uno was my first choice, but if you're not mm-hmm. going to allow that, Disney Trivial Pursuit. Oh, Disney sounds, Trivial Pursuit. That sounds we watch, exciting. We watch a lot of Disney, and it mm-hmm. comes with. I've got an old one. I need to get a newer one because we've watched a lot more Disney since this one came out. Mm-hmm. You get a DVD. So some of the questions you watch a snippet of the DVD, and then you have mm-hmm. to answer questions and stuff like that. But yeah, Disney Trivial Pursuit because nice. yeah, it's fun for the whole family. Yeah. Very cool. Well, that's a wrap. Um, where can my audience find you? Oh, everywhere. So if you want to know more about the pageantry side and more about me personally, it's Mummy, spelt the UK way, so M-U-M. Mm-hmm. Mummy is doing a pageant.com. 
Okay. And for all the, and my personal social media is MS, so Ms. Ms. Jessica underscore Alice. Mm-hmm. But the links for all of that is on the mummy is doing a pageant.com. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then for all my super mom society stuff. So if you're interested in time management, organization, decluttering, all those kind of things, I have um, yeah, the YouTube channel, podcasts, and loads of free um, like PDF downloads as well nice kind of thing so whether you're a mum or not if you need time management help they're, they're all there and that's on supermumsociety.com again uk spelling i'm afraid m-u-m and um, i tried to pick a name with mother in it instead because we spell it with an o mm-hmm. same spelling everywhere um, <laughs> but super mother society just sounded a bit yeah, like yeah this is i think this is more chill and cool yeah it's like yeah, we'll definitely put the links in the show notes to all the places that you could be found. Thank you so much, Jessica, for your time. Thank you for having me. Sorry, it's run quite long. I like talking. <laughs> you can't tell I'm a public speaker or anything. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun, though. <laughs> so you are a public speaker. Yeah, I do um, public speaking with both Supermum and and with pageantry with my nice. platform helping women achieve their goals i do speaking with that as well so lots of talking all day long but the sore throat (laughs) needs to do one very quickly you need you need some breaks (laughs) cool well thank you so much we'll definitely keep in touch talk to you soon thank you for listening to hacks and hobbies you can find additional information on the guest today on the website hacksandhobbies.com Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.